Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is the 21st of December. That is a Wednesday on our calendars. And so we are in Fount of Heaven. We have another prayer from Augustine of Hippo. Let us pray. I call on you, God. You are the truth. And all things are true in you, from you, and through you. You are the wisdom, and all things are wise in you, from you, and through you. You are the true and crowning life, and all things live in you, from you, and through you. You are the blessedness, and all things are blessed in you, from you, and through you. You are the good, and all things are good in you, from you, and through you. To be turned away from you, God, is to fall, but to be turned back is to rise again, and to abide in you is to stand firm. To go forth from you, Lord, is to die, but returning to you is revival. To have a dwelling in you is life. No one loses you unless deceived. No one seeks you unless stirred up. No one finds you unless made pure. To forsake you is to perish. Faith rouses us toward you, God. Hope lifts us up and love joins us together. Through you, we overcome the enemy, and you are the one who we come to with our requests. It is your gift that we do not utterly perish. Through you, Lord, we flee evil and follow the good. Through you, we do not give up in the face of disaster. And through you, the baits and enticements of evil have no power to hold us. In you, Lord, we are complete, even with fewer possessions. You strip us of that which is not, and array us in those things that truly are. Death is swallowed up in victory, and you turn us to yourself. You make us worthy to be heard. You fortify us, and you lead us into all truth. Lord, You only speak good to us, and you call us back into the way. You lead us to the door of life, and open it when we knock. You give us the bread of life. Through you we we thirst for a drink, and when we drink, we never thirst again. You convince the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. And through you we are freed from bondage. You cleanse us and prepare us for rewards in heaven. Come to me in your mercy. Amen. All right, we are in Isaiah chapter 41. Today we're going to be reading from verse 1 through verse 20. Hear the word of the Lord. Listen to me in silence, O coastlands. Let the peoples renew their strength. Let them approach, then let them speak. Let us together draw near for judgment. Who stirred up one from the east, whom victory meets at every step? He gives up nations before him so that he tramples kings underfoot. He makes them like dust with his sword, like driven stubble with his bow. He pursues them and passes on safely by paths his feet have not trod. Who has performed and done this, calling the generations from the beginning? I, the Lord, the first, and with the last, I am he. The coastlands have seen and are afraid. The ends of the earth tremble. They have drawn near and come. Everyone helps his neighbor and says to his brother, Be strong. The craftsman strengthens the goldsmith, and he who smooths with the hammer, him who strikes the anvil, saying of the the soldering, It is good. And they strengthen it with nails so that it cannot be moved. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the offspring of Abraham, my friend, you whom I took from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest corners, saying to you, You are my servant. I have chosen you and not cast you off. Fear not, for I am with you. 
Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all who are incensed against you shall be put to shame and confounded. Those who strive against you shall be as nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. Those who war against you shall be as nothing at all. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who helps you. Fear not, you worm, Jacob, you men of Israel. I am the one who helps you, declares the Lord. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I make of you a threshing sledge, new, sharp, and having teeth. You shall thresh the mountains and crush them, and you shall make the hills like chaff. You shall winnow them, and the wind shall carry them away, and the tempest shall scatter them. And you shall rejoice in the Lord. In the Holy One of Israel you shall glory." When the poor and needy seek water, and there is none, and their tongue is parched with thirst, I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will forsake them. I will open the rivers on the bare heights and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. I will put in the wilderness the cedar, the acacia, the myrtle, and the olive. I will set in the desert the cypress, the plain, and the pine together." that they may see and know, may consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord has done this. The Holy One of Israel has created it. As we've been reading the book of Isaiah, the words of judgment have been going out abundantly, right? But now God is making it clear that he preserves his people, that he is there for his people, and that he is the one who rescues them. And we see this very clearly in verses 8 through 10. But you, Israel, my servant Jacob, whom I have chosen, the offspring of Abraham, my friend. Despite all this judgment that has been happening, God is reminding them of the covenant and the fact that they are his friend, that they have been near, that he has been near to them, that he does this for their benefit, that he keeps them and he chastises them, he disciplines them to keep them as a people set apart for himself. And notice the language that continues. You whom I took from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest corners, saying to you, you are my servant. You're different. You're my people. I have chosen you and and not cast you off. And so what is the result of this? He's telling them in the midst of all of this, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. God is doing all of this for his people. This is what he's doing. He has done all these things for them. He is going to continue to build them up. He has brought them to himself. He is not casting them away because he is done with them or getting rid of them. He is a covenant God. He is going to keep his people. This is what the God of the Bible does. This is what the God who is the God over all the earth, this God who has saved us, does. And so we see this, this continued message to not fear. Verse 13, for I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. In other words, he is near to them. He's close to them. He is guiding them. It is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who helps you. In the midst of all this, you need help. And you're not going to be able to do this on your own. On your own, You are going to need me. I am the one who helps you. And so as this passage closes up here, we see this um, 
ramped up, that it is, it is continually uh, driven home that God is the one that does this. At the end of verse 17 here, we see, I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will open rivers on the bare heights. I will make the wilderness a pool of water. I will put in the wilderness the cedar. I will set in the desert the cypress. You get the idea here. God is the one who is restoring them. Now, remember, uh, this is not exactly that God is going to change the landscape of the land. The idea is that they have become barren, that they are in the wilderness of their sin, and that God is going to restore them. And this imagery of this prophetic language of restoration is God doing it. So where things were were barren for them, they are now going to be overflowing with life. You get the idea here. And notice, it doesn't say, hey, if you get things right, you're going to be able to, to get this going here on your own. That's, that's not what happens. God is the one that does, does this, and it's for a purpose. We see this in verse 20, that they may see and know, may consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord has done this. The Holy One of Israel has created it. God is the one who has done this. God is the one who restores his people. God is the one who brings them back. He is the one who does all of this. So as we think about this passage for us, this is really good stuff, isn't it? Uh, Like I've said many times, we've had so much language of judgment in the book of Isaiah, and it's all pointing to this type of stuff at the end of the day. As harsh as the judgment is, that happens so we can see this, so that in the midst of all these things that happen in the world, we can have the confidence that we should not fear because God is keeping his people. He has brought us to himself and he is not going to let us go. He is going to keep us. We can have confidence. And if he is the one who creates this faith in us, who gives us this gift of faith, then he isn't going to cast us out. No, he is going to keep us. And so may our lives be a reflection here to the world of verse 20. May the faithfulness of God to us help the world to see and know that they may consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord has done this great thing in our lives. The Holy One of Israel has created faith in us. And so may our lives bring glory to Christ that this message might go out into the world. Let's close up with prayer. Triune God, you uphold your people with your righteous right hand. And you strengthen us and you help us, for you are our God. By your Holy Spirit, strengthen us to fear not and to not be dismayed. May we continue to remember that in Christ we are your chosen people and that we will not be cast off. Grant us hearts of servanthood in response to this great love that you have blessed us with in Jesus. And we come before you and we ask for your hand to be on the missionaries that our congregation supports. We ask this for not only those serving in other parts of the world, but here in our own country. We once again lift up my brother's workshop to you and we thank you for their ministry and service to you in the Virgin Islands. Bless them with strength and embolden them with faithfulness to your call to make disciples. And as we step out into your world today, we ask that you would bless the work of our hands and that we would be mindful of your word that we might bring glory to Jesus with our lives. We pray all of this in his precious name. Amen. Okay, we're through verse 20 of chapter 41. We'll finish up chapter 41 on Friday. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. 
Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 